used to all I used to never put on a nice outfit to go to the movies. I always put on some busty. Kids okay. No, you know, a, no, 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 no. Y'all have to listen to what was just said. Norse just said, I'm not putting on a nice outfit to go someplace. That's how you know this is a big deal. It seriously <laughs> is. If I was going to the movies, dude, I'm not getting dressed nice because I don't know if I'm getting ready to sit into, you know, some sort of bodily fluid. I don't know if I'm getting ready to step into, you know, copious amounts of, of old butter popcorn and chicken fingers. Like, I don't... You don't you know, know if the know. person next to you is going to take their feet off and start rubbing their bunions? Ugh. What up though everybody and welcome to another episode of Checkpoint AFK Norris Howard here alongside some of the usual suspects Usual suspects this week Uh, We got Robbie Landis joining us for the first time in a few weeks We got Weird Beard Chad joins us once more and uh you know we just definitely want to say what's up to everybody and you know the one thing that i want to start the show out with is i gotta i gotta mention this we're gonna talk about this in in earnest at a later date and time but i gotta start to show off with this and get this out the way is that gaming uh has been rocked with a number of very shocking uh sexual misconduct allegations sexual assault allegations and i'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this but uh i just want to say to all the folks out there who are like who innocent until proven guilty and you know what happens when guys are i want to tell all of you type of people to shut the fuck up you're trash stop talking because this is probably the most serious time that gaming and esports as professional industries have ever had to go through and the last people i want to hear from are you so do us all a favor shut up let people say what they need to say let the investigations happen and we'll go from there that's all i'm gonna say about it i'm gonna get back to the show get back to the crew and like i said we will talk about this more in earnest and with a lot more intelligence than I just did just now at a later date and time. But I will reiterate, fuck y'all. Anyway, uh, back to the show. And back to you guys. Uh, you know, first of all, how are you doing? Again, I don't want to belabor that. But how, y- how are y'all, man? This, this week has been a shit show. But how are y'all? <laughs> You know, I'll go ahead and go first because, like you said, it's, it's it's been a minute since I've been on the show. Yeah, uh, I've just been chilling, trying to enjoy my games, trying to enjoy Overwatch League, uh, just doing my own thing. I'm on, uh, uh, you know, Norris. You're, you're the one that always comes to my defense whenever there's you know stuff behind the scenes where we have like a new project starting or you know someone has to pick up yeah. some slack somewhere. Norris is always like, Robbie's on three damn shows, just leave him alone. <laughs> so. <laughs> I've I've just been you know nose to the grindstone trying to trying to keep things going. I mean, you know what? I, and the reason why I say that, man, is because people I think a lot of times don't understand how much like energy goes into the performative part of Oof, like yeah. talk talk radio or you know podcasting or anything like that. This shit take a lot out of you, and there's a lot that happens before you start. 
Uh, and so Wyatt, Chad's making the worst face. Anyway, Chad makes the worst everything. What was wrong with uh, the audio is all, so that's why I'm making the worst face. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with you. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. So we're we're happy to have you back because I'm gonna be honest with you, Robbie. I'm I miss arguing with you. It's so oh, okay. fun. I do. I I genuinely I genuinely miss it because you're one of the few people in this world that knows how to defend a point without like taking it personally. Everybody else oh. gets all uh, bent the fuck out of shape. So well, I appreciate that because I've always thought that when it comes to debate and arguing, that I'm not very good at it. So thanks. <laughs> no, that is that is absolutely incorrect. Like it, it, I don't know, Weird Beard is okay at it, but weird I beard I, I know exactly what you mean with Weird yeah. Beard. Like fifty fifty, it's. It's like a fun debate, and then every once in a while he'll throw you this. Oh, okay, and you're like, oh no, did I just did I just hurt his feelings? Like, I, I didn't mean like to make this. Per- I didn't mean to make this personal. Like we were just we were just talking, and then he's just like this hurt little puppy, and you're like, man, oh man, did, did, did Weird Beard turn into a little bitch real quick? Like, <laughs> exactly. You know, I did learn one. Oh, caught in his feelings, ass Weird Beard. <laughs> yeah, you know, me, me and Robbie really only go back and forth mostly on twitter and i think the funniest part is like not necessarily that we're like debating but i think the best part is i don't really make a debate as much as i just send gifts and it makes robbie just mad and it makes me laugh you don't know no you don't know don't 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 speak to like on my behalf because every single time i respond to something with a gif you like you still respond to it like so I got well yeah because that's how you get engagement you get people in that way yeah yeah sure how is that you run the social media how do you know i'm not saying it's not how it is i just can tell the difference between somebody like who could just give up and it's like whatever and Uh then just keeps going because it's kind of getting to them sometimes i'm not saying every time you right. think anyway. that Kingdom Hearts doesn't deserve the reputation it has. Your opinions are invalid. I literally wrote that bad. into that tweet. Just I'm aware. It doesn't matter. I just it doesn't matter. A bad, as objectively a bad take. Bad take. Flat out. Anyway, I, we're being hurried. disagreed, so. <laughs> Sorry. Those people have bad... T- I don't care. I don't care about these people and their bad opinions. Kingdom Hearts is terrible. It's terrible. Okay? We're beer. How you doing? cool like i think <laughs> cool I, yeah i don't know like i've been just mentally drained the past couple of weeks like just very exhausted and you know what part of it is is even just reading about the shit going on in texas yep. and florida right now oh, yeah like how i don't know like it's 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 a weird annoying dumb thing to be like oh people in texas are stressing me out but like Dude, do we have to go back into hiding again for another? Dude, it's not months? annoying. Listen, let me explain something to you. Let me explain something to you. I was fully prepared, okay? Because we all have vacation time we need to take, okay? I am fully prepared to just get the fuck out of Dodge when we are allowed to travel once more. But we are never, ever in the history of Everdom ever going to be allowed into another country if literally the stupidest people on the face of the earth continue to want to go outside and go to the beach and hang out at the bar and breathe deadly disease all in front of every in front of each other and walk around like nothing is the fucking problem so you know they shut down all the bars this week in florida there will be no alcohol served so you can run in and get yourself a fucking tap water but you cannot buy alcohol which defeats the purpose of a bar um and i'm cool with that because florida did you did this to yourselves 
Texas, you did this to yourselves. Arizona, you did this to yourselves. The information also, is out there. Do you want to know my – I finally figured out why bars are closing but strip clubs are allowed to stay open, which is like the dumb boomer take that I see on Facebook over and over and over again. Is because you, can't, you don't touch at strip clubs. You're not supposed to anyway. Well, no, yes, you can. Um, yes, you but, can. Well, you're not supposed to. Not supposed to. <laughs> it, well, it depends. It depends a on the on the state and b what club you go to. But you're not su- that, you're yeah. not supposed to drive through a yellow light, Robbie. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> but it's because strip clubs are classified as restaurants. So yep. if they say that restaurants are allowed to open, strip clubs are allowed to open. <laughs> so yeah, listen, uh, this is, is that this why is they fact. have a uh, a buffet? Yes, yeah, this is fact because the, listen, I will, I will, I will take this straight. Like this is serious business. The best chicken serious wings I've business. ever had yes. in my life have come from a strip club. Flat out, all stars on Eight Mile in in Detroit when they were open. Shout out the best. Shout out the all stars. The best chicken wings. I, I remember it very distinct. I mean, they're shut down now, but oh, uh, yeah, it was the be- it was the best chicken wings I, I ever had. But no, we're we're you're you're absolutely right, man. It 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 continues to pain me to see you know folks continually still you know out here in the world. And I don't know if you guys saw this video. There's video of a, a city council meeting down there in Florida. I yep. forget what town. It yep. was. Wild to watch that video. Where was it? What uh, what, what city was it? Do you guys remember? It was like Fort Worth, or I don't remember. Not Fort Worth, but something. It might have been Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale, or something, or no Palm, something. Anyways, I'm I'm off topic, but that was nuts. Like they're like bringing religion into this hardcore too. They're like you're you're taking away our like religious freedom with this. This is human human rights situation. It's like what? I I saw the the recap, and a lady was like. God yeah. breathed life into a man, so how are you going to regulate a human's breathing system? And it's just like what it was Palm Beach County. Palm Beach doing? County. That's what it was. Uh and that's what it was. And this lady went off about like the deep state and and uh and how much that like uh yeah, God created the most wonderful breathing system and you are denying God his wonderful, beautiful, perfect breathing dude, system. Dude, we I think, I think we need to start regulating who has access to the internet. Okay. <laughs> Some people just should not be allowed to interact with like humanity as a whole. I mean this was not this be allowed like a to internet. council meeting. So people actually showed up to this council meeting to say these things. Right, but yeah. some some of their quote unquote education and research definitely comes from having access oh. to the internet oh it's it's that just like the anti-vaxxers up. yeah like they you know what i mean they can go to google and you can find you can definitely find a study that promotes not taking vaccines but it's like okay there's also nine hundred and ninety nine thousand other ones that go ah eh, we want that one so, one of my sisters like, put out some post where she's like the reason that i'm not wearing a mask is because by wearing a mask you have a 35.8 percent chance of getting a an upper respiratory infection so i'm gonna up. chance it and it's just like god damn why <laughs> am i related to you <laughs> listen it, listen all I'm going to say is anti-vaxxers, the only amount of sympathy I could ever have for an anti-vaxxer is the fact that I don't want to be the first motherfucker to try a vaccine. Like, I, I'll, I'll freely admit that. I don't want to be the first. I'll take it later after we do some tests. But I ain't going to be the first guy. Test. But anyway, test. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's going to be that. Uh, we'll be right back. Out of the loop. Here's your Checkpoint XP eSports.
Sports Quick Hit. Tonight marks the beginning of the Gamers.Vote Rising Stars Initiative. Gamers.Vote is an organization dedicated to encouraging gamers, one of the largest demographics of Americans, to register to vote and make their voice heard. As part of that, Checkpoint XP is helping to lend a voice to streamers all month long. The kickoff partnership will be live at twitch.tv slash swaggedoutnerds at 9 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. Make sure you check it out tonight and every night in July. Need to stay up to date? Check out CheckpointXP.com for the latest in esports and gaming news. Checkpoint AFK, back one more again. One of the biggest stories in video games is the cancellation of an entire streaming platform. Unless you've been living under a rock, I'm talking about Mixer. Mixer is no more, okay? Microsoft came out this week and said, we will no longer support the platform. It is dead, and all of our streaming partners are going to be ported over to Facebook Gaming with obviously some preferential preferential treatment in terms of if you are a partner on Mixer, you'll be a partner on Facebook Gaming. And listen, I, I, yeah, as Omega Weltall in the chat says, pour one out for Mixer. Uh, Let me say this, man. Um, I could care less about Microsoft canceling Mixer. I don't really care. Nobody was watching Mixer anyway, to be perfectly honest with you. The issue that I find with this is the fact that there were a handful of people who were making decent money from this. And to literally pull the rug out from underneath those folks, that shit is trash. Yeah, honestly, this this whole thing really, really bothers me because I think that, that Microsoft, to their credit, probably handled this for themselves the best way that they could, right? Because it's true. This is essentially Mixer just shut down. That's what they did. But they made this deal with Microsoft, so it seems like they took care of their yeah. partners like oh yeah you know you mean the deal, with, the, the deal with facebook you mean exactly sorry yeah yeah with facebook you know oh yeah they all get to go over to facebook like you know blah 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 blah. but essentially what this is is they literally just said nah we're done it's over with but because there's this facebook deal along with it it doesn't look like they just left these streamers basically out on their asses yeah. they, they dropped the baby off exactly at what the they did well, that's what they, they did. They they dropped the unwanted baby off at the orphanage, and and they say, "Here you go." And now a platform that probably doesn't want them, it doesn't give two shits about what is best for these streamers, uh, is now going to have an influx of people that they're not going to know what the hell they're doing. It, like, regardless, the if, vast majority of people seem to, to be rejecting Facebook and actually yeah. going back to Twitch, not just the big name streamers. A lot of people. But well, and you that's, have and that's, you have yeah. you have Nick are you sorry you have Ninja and Shroud both of them were offered double their mixer contract so sixty million for Ninja and twenty million for Shroud and they both told uh, Facebook Gaming to shove it like how are you gonna you know what I mean how are you gonna argue that you obviously oh no sixty million if Ninja could stomach Mixer for thirty million there's no way he couldn't stomach Facebook Gaming for sixty million he still said no yeah I don't I, well, people, I, I'm curious why I just don't like that's the thing that would people do not listen people do not want to deal with Facebook as a platform flat out well look like, at all the shit um, that Ninja had to deal with just going to Mixer. Yeah, it's a lot of money, 
but he's set for the rest of his life. Even without that money, why would he want to deal with more of that shit by now going to an even inferior product at Facebook? It's not It's not just that. It's not just that, though. It's not because 60 million, I don't care if you got 30 million, 60 million is still hard to say no to. The point is, is the fact that there's significantly more revenue opportunity via Twitch. There's significantly more control over your product on Twitch. And on top of that, Facebook right now is already dealing with an uh, 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 adpocalypse of their own because Verizon and now possibly AT&T are pulling off of the platform entirely because fucking their, their ads are showing up next to QAnon and, and you know, conspiracy theory videos because Facebook refuses to verify the veracity of any content uh, put on that platform. So I can understand why as a content creator, you would be like, absolutely not. I'm not going to Facebook. What's period. the craziest about that is I just, I hate most, any drama that you've heard from Twitch over the past, I don't know, like probably four or five months has just been moderation concerns, right? Like it's been mods and or people in high places that have power over accounts and whatnot that are either abusing it or using the power to influence people, women, whoever they may be. But it's what's crazy is I don't think it's just Twitch. It's not Twitch and it, YouTube is going to go through the same thing because they still do. I think Facebook gaming is going to have the same reckoning and Mixer right before it shut down was all the racist stuff about how yeah. – one of their high guys was like saying the content creators are slaves and I am the slave master. And it's like, Oh no, baby, what are you doing? Like, I just can't, <laughs> I, I'm so, I don't know. I don't know. Is it, it might be just endemic to gaming and platform streaming as a whole, but I, I don't, I think maybe just releasing all the mixer stuff is kind of the floodgates of like, you know, it's, it, they haven't solved anything. Nothing's no, Microsoft different. as a whole has always kind of had some issues. I mean, we just saw it today. They just announced that they're closing all their Microsoft stores, or almost yeah. all of them. <clears throat> but so it's like, so I imagine this obviously wasn't something that was just like decided overnight. So, but there's still probably some trickling effects of whatever is going on at Microsoft from I don't know COVID or whatever is being happening. I mean, it's a it's a it's a combination of COVID and the simple fact that look at how much more of the market share that, you know, certain companies have, right? So you look at, you know, PC obviously is is arguably still the best gaming platform uh, that there is, whether it yeah. be graphics, the ability to do what you want with the machine, whatever. Um, so they will have that part of the market. But you look at what Sony was able to do between the ground that they made up with the PS3 at the end of its life cycle, how they completely demolished the Xbox One and its gaming division, in terms of uh, in, in terms of what they were, at, Sony was able to do against Microsoft. That's a lot of money that's going out the door, and the development costs for X Project X Cloud, and you know the new Xbox and all this stuff that they're working on. That shit costs money, and so yeah. you know, in millions and millions of dollars. And on top of that, we're trying to maintain these servers for Mixer, which is also costing us millions and millions of dollars. Oh, and by the way, we just spent anywhere between 
you know, 60 to $120 million to bring Shroud and Ninja and other streamers to the platform. I mean, the, the past five years for Microsoft have just sounded like massive money sucks that have drained this company. And so before we even get to the social stuff, like, look at how much money all this shit costs. Yeah. I think anyway. they only had like they had a very small staff at Mixer, from what I understand. They didn't have a yeah, lot of people and, too. And they were based out of Seattle and they like apparently employed one black guy and that's you know what I mean? Like I think they're like it, it just shows why why didn't this work? Like from the get, right? Microsoft Yeah, had, that's a that's the question. Why didn't this work? Like why, because this could have took an, taken off easy if done right. More than anything else. The reason it should have worked is Microsoft has partnerships with high schools across the country because they've done all the gaming labs. They've Teams. done all the installation, all of it, right? Not even in a gaming sector, just in like a technology. We provide computers to school districts and they're uh, but, able to but, Hold on, hold on. I, I, what you just said, though, I think that that's, that's the biggest problem. And, and I can't remember where it was that I read this. It, it was uh, – it might have actually been from the guy who had outed uh, the Mixer team for uh, uh, the racism – um, but he had basically shared or someone had shared a letter that he had wrote to the Microsoft higher ups about the problems that he saw through the, throughout his entire time at Mixer. And the problem is, is that the Mixer team and the people who are in charge of it are from a traditional Microsoft and technology background who don't understand the gaming and the streaming space and all the investment in all of the basically everything that Mixer was doing was more about getting numbers that they could show on a spreadsheet to say, look, things are going well, but isn't actually giving any real growth to the platform itself. But, 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 to, but, to, but to Rick's point, though, is that when you have an install base that essentially includes every public school in America, and I'm sure a, large, no excuse, portion, yeah. a large portion of the ones in Canada, maybe even Mexico, so let's just say North America... Um, how are you not able to get a big install base for something like Mixer? I do think that for management. Yeah. And, and for the install base that PC has, uh, it just doesn't make sense. But I also think you painted, they painted themselves into a corner by, you know, again, only allowing PC and Xbox stuff to be played on Mixer. You can't do PlayStation stuff uh, on Mixer. And I think that's a big loss because, the biggest console games of the you know of the generation were not on the Xbox platform. At least Let's not just right away, if they were. Real. Name me a game that was on I don't Xbox. Know. I'm just that, saying, that like was... a lot of games that are great aren't just on one platform. Name one. I, Name one. Not that's not Forza and Minecraft. Not, uh, Minecraft's on everything. I know that's what I'm saying. It's not just like I'm not saying that there's not exclusives. I'm saying that there are games that are great, like Call of Duty and Minecraft, things like that. Those are the ones that are on like multiple multiple platforms that I'm referencing, at least. Yeah, but I'm saying there's that there was no incentive for people to move over to Xbox to do any of that stuff when all the better games were in one place. But anyway, it sucks. That mixer is gone. Um, we hope to see the vast majority of those folks on Twitch. I can't wait to see a bunch of new people over on the platform. Uh, I would love to see uh, more of those folks. Uh, but with that said, uh, that's that. Mixer's dead. RIP. F's in the chat, dude.
Hey guys, I'm Jake. And I'm Robbie Landis. And we're the hosts of The Owl's Nest, giving you that high-level perspective of the Overwatch League, checking out the news every single week. That's right. You can find us every Friday at CheckpointXP.com and over our YouTube. You can also find an audio version on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to Checkpoint AFK. Your host, Norris Howard, here alongside Robbie Landis, Chad Callahan, and Weird Beard. Uh, you know, and, and listen, I'm going to just come out here and say this right now. If I had the power to do so, I will put the rest of this year on fucking trip skip so I can get right, <laughs> well, I can get right to, to Cyberpunk 2077 because 2020 has been absolute trash, and this is the only thing I have left to look forward to in terms of video games. So, you know, they had a big event, the Night City Wire uh, stream with our good friend, Holly Bennett, who was uh, hosting it. Holly's awesome. Uh, We met her out at TwitchCon, myself and Chad. Uh, But this Cyberpunk stream and the subsequent info dump that we got about Cyberpunk has done nothing but excite me even more for this game. Robbie, I know you are lit as well. What is What impressed you the most about what you saw? Uh, I, I think what I'm most looking forward to, right, because uh, I think it was a Kotaku article kind of described it as being Deus Ex meets System Shock meets Fallout meets Grand Theft Auto. And when I think about the games that are similar to this, and, and even what we've seen, I think, pales in comparison. You think of your Skyrims, you think of your Fallouts. But there's still something about those. Even though you can put hundreds of hours into them, there's still, like, rails that you're kind of on, right? And and as you're playing through them, even the the stuff that's random, that kind of breaks it up, still ends up feeling planned out in some way. And I think what what's most ambitious about this, and I may be setting myself up for failure, right? But there's just something about night city and about cyberpunk that is looking to take all of that to the next level i'm really looking forward to a game that isn't just using the every time you play it, it's a different experience yeah as like yeah. a pitch line right like like all right perfect example mass effect for me was the first game where when they said your choices matter they really actually matter right <laughs> and so this is the first time that i feel like when they say like you can play this game over and over and over again and it's different every time you play it I really believe that this time. No, I'm with you, man. And and I think the thing that I saw is that this is going to give me a real good chance to kind of get into like peak CD Projekt Redness, if you will. Because like, I, I, I have skipped out on a lot of The Witcher, man. No, I have The Witcher 3. There is no way in hell I am finishing that game. I'm <laughs> not finishing that game. It's, it's, it's a slog after a certain point. Well, beyond it being a slog, it's just too big. And I'm going to be honest, I'm through playing medieval shit. I'm over it. I don't want to play any more sword and board games. Like, I'm done with werewolves and magic and and strigas and all that. I'm done. I don't want to play that. I want a rocket launcher in my arm now. That's what I want. Exactly. Exactly. And I think about cyberpunk, just not the game, but the genre. And I think about how that genre has never truly been explored ever. Especially in a capacity. Exactly. With a triple A game. That's the part of me that is more intrigued by this than anything that I could think of. We have never got a good Ghost in the Shell video game. Uh, The cyberpunk pen and paper was 
semi-popular for a while. And then we just like, that's it. Everything else has been like post-apocalyptic. So we never got that like in between where you have this cyberpunk thing. And I'm really excited about the stuff that I heard. So I watched a lot of Jeff Keighley and for somebody like Keighley to be like, guys, everything I played is amazing. And I am all, he, literally Keighley says, I am afraid of this game because of how big it is. I, I am I, I afraid. Think- uh, one of the great things that, that I had read too was how there isn't, because in the Cyberpunk pen and paper game, there are classes, but in Cyberpunk 2077, there isn't any classes. You just build your character the way that you want to build your character, right? If you want to be like a straight up, you know, rogue type character who sneaks around and does assassinations, you can. You want to be that same character, but with explosives, you can. <laughs> Like, okay, so what do you think when they were designing the game, CD Projekt Red, what did they rank as the top three most important things? Because my favorite thing from watching the trailers and what we've seen so far has been just atmosphere is the number one thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, aesthetic is so important to this game, and I get it because it's just like one game that also stuck really closely to this was Hotline Miami, right? Yes. Where, like – even if it was, hey, we'd love to do some other stuff that's really, really cool, we can't because it just doesn't fit this aesthetic. And I hope if that's what they have as their, like, North Star, I think it's going to work well only because so many games suffer from, like, shit that just gets shoved in them. You know what I mean? Like, a progression mm-hmm. system that doesn't make sense. Or, like, once a game makes one thing popular, every game has to have it whether or not it fits. Cyberpunk looks to be the kind of game that goes, no, that doesn't fit in the atmosphere universe that we're making here. You know, like not having classes, good. You know what I mean? Like, don't make me have to have these made up class names that are essentially just, oh, I'm a, you know, a stealth and attack class. I'm a rogue. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm just, I. No, I. No, I, I completely agree with you, Rick. I completely agree. I think aesthetic is really at the top of my list for it because, you know, I, I was talking on stream uh, earlier this week about. Uh, aesthetic and how important that is, how you have a game like Persona 5 where a mm. clear aesthetic and and art directorial choice was made very early on and they did not veer from it. Part of why that game is so good is because the artistic vision is consistent throughout. You know, and then you have a game like Final Fantasy 15, which sound which feels like four different games mashed together and they never could really figure out what it was supposed to be. Yeah, like what the fuck are we doing here? Exactly. So I agree that aesthetic is is top of is top of mind. I think the second thing is story and dialogue because I intend on playing this game very not combat focused. Like mm-hmm. I intend my first playthrough to be slow, methodical, and like not very combat focused. Seeing as at much all. as you, seeing as much as you see, can. Yes, yeah. seeing as much I as I can. You. Right there I, with yeah. you, man. Yeah, you know, I have no intentions of beating this game in sixty hours. I'm, I, I, I'm not really sure how how to classify this, right? But I think one of the other things that that really jumped out to me and and this is one of the reasons why i think taking this game as slow as you can is going to be very important is it seems like there are so many systems that are are in this game but they're so thought out right there's that uh what was it called a brain jacking or or, brain brain dancing right whatever it was like that whole that whole 
concept, you know, and, and again, this is something else that that that, that Kotaku article really pointed out to me. That whole concept of being able to like jack into someone's memory and then be able to like see all of these things, like play detective, that could be its own game, right? Yeah. Like you could make yeah. an entire game based around that, and then you have the ability, you know, whether it's during combat or out of combat, to be able to just hack into everything around you. Yeah, and it's, you Arkham, have- it's Arkham Asylum. Yeah. And then you have your stealth combat, you have your hand-to-hand combat, you have actual, you know, using rocket launchers and pistols and guns and stuff. There's so much to this world that I feel like that's, and maybe, maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe it goes back to the aesthetic or the design, but there's just so much of this world that is going to make it feel so much more alive. You know, as, as yeah. iconic and as great as something like Vats is in Fallout, that's really what, that, that's all combat ends up being. It's just Vats. It's just Vats the whole time. And knowing that you have all these different options constantly all around you to interact with this world, like, oh, why isn't it November yet? Yeah. And so, and so Chad, I want to ask you because, you know, I know, you know, cyberpunk is not necessarily your your cup of tea, really. And so I want to get your... Know, guys, it's like, oh, the Keanu game? I want to get your perspective on this because everybody I talk to is over the moon and super excited. What would what will it take for this game to win you over completely and to say I'm spending my sixty dollars on this? I mean, it already has. I mean, the mm-hmm. thing about this game that I'm excited about is like, yeah, I I like horror genre, and but I also like uh, like just exploration games in general. Hence, why I enjoy Minecraft so much. It's essentially just a do whatever the fuck you want exploration game, and that's what kind of is exciting me about cyberpunk and my second favorite thing about games is customization and omega put the in the in the chat exactly what i'm excited about and genital of course customization. Chad. of course I, Chad. Like, it cracks me up i am so excited course, to Chad. just like the dicks. spend a good Come 20 on, minutes man. figuring dicks. out what my genitals look like i'm i guarantee it i i, I would film it if i could but i guarantee we get demonetized <laughs> I, i'm a, I'm, go- I'm gonna be honest with you I, the the customizations is something that i'm very into not necessarily the dick part but no, the, I, yeah. the, the customizations in general. I'm really excited about that. But I want to go around the horn right quick and ask this very straightforward question. What is the thing you are most scared about with Cyberpunk? What could this game drop the ball on that will make you go, oh no, Here, it's can I go? a failure. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to go. If they put in characters like Half-Life 2... And what I say is like, <laughs> no, I'm, and I'm not even trying to make a, a joke here. I'm not trying to make a funny, but like, dude, Half-Life 2 was so engaging when it was just you as Gordon Freeman, right? Like, and then the moment that I talked to a single character, like I was, oh, this is a video game. That's right. None of this is like, it just, it took me out. If they focus all on like the atmosphere and then when it comes to like character interactions, just doesn't, you know what I mean? Like it just feels that much off by that much is going to break the immersion for everything and it's gonna, I mean, I don't, but it's a, I don't, I don't but it's a city Rick, but it's a city so you're going to have tons of character interactions like well, a I, lot. I, they they have to feel real though is that's, is what that's what I'm saying, saying okay right? okay okay um, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's going to be a problem because, uh, you know, one of the things, and, and I, I keep on going back to this, this article, which I should probably at least say who, who wrote it. This was, uh, Ian Walker, I think, uh, actually mentions a similar issue to what you have, Rick, but he said what, what sold him on it was the first real character interaction he had with a character named Serto, 
who ended up being two people, like two bodies sharing the same consciousness and interacting with that character is what really sold him on the game. So I don't think yeah, you have to worried that, about yeah. that. Um, I think for me, what, what I'm worried about is th- this is a huge, this is a big ambitious game. And what I'm afraid of is getting into it, you know, whether it's a skill customization or just learning the game around me, I don't want it to do what what FF13 did, Final Fantasy 13, where eight hours in, you still felt like you were going through tutorials and trying mm. to learn stuff. I like complicated, but you have to be really character or really careful with complicated systems because if it's also not something that's intuitive and easy to learn, the overcomplication can really start to turn people off. Yeah. Uh, Chad, what about you? Um, honestly, I just, I, I, it seems like it's a huge game, but I, I always worry about certain things just being like super Not actually on. being as big yeah. as it seems. As yeah. It's super linear. It just seems like, like, if it's not city-wide, like, I'm, like, I'm walking mm-hmm. through Detroit or something, like, level, like, I want that. I want it to feel like I'm actually going through an entire city and I can find alleyways that have, like, something happening and I have to step in and do something, you know, and it's just, like, small, minuscule things that takes me five minutes to do but it was something i could actually like oh if i was walking down the street i could actually see that in real life or yeah we we talked we talked about that in in other open world games uh, where we were saying the mark of a good open world is if you actually like get out of the car and walk yeah. like literally walk just to experience the world right. um i agree i think the biggest thing for me is that i feel like the game is so big i don't want it to be a game that does so much just okay I, I want it to be like even even if there are certain things like the brain dance thing is cool, but I'm okay with that not being like stellar if everything else is great. I'm okay with certain aspects being all right, that's fine. If See, everything else you know is what? great. The that, last that, thing I want is for all of it to be kind of mediocre. That's how I with felt a about really nice dogs, skin on it. Norris. Yes, Watch exactly. Dogs? Exactly. Yeah. No, not watchdogs, sleeping dogs. Like no, I watchdogs had- too. Oh, Watch Dogs. Oh, I, I never played any of the Watch Dog games. But in Sleeping Dogs, like, I had a lot of fun with it. But after about eight hours, I'm like, eh, but I guess I'm kind of done. I'm just doing the same stuff over and over again. It's just all right. You know, it's the other thing that I, yeah. while having this conversation, that I think they really have to nail is uh, how you get around. Like, because if they are going to just hammer on how big everything is, if it's an empty ass city, you know what I mean? Like, or it's boring to go from point to point to point. And like, I sp- if that's what you spend the most time on, you know, like Death Stranding made that their focus where they go, yo, how you get around is so important. That's what you spend the most game. time doing. Exactly. If it's just like, uh, like one thing that I always, I don't really play Grand Theft Auto games, but like a lot of the trans uh, the traversal in that game is just like getting a getting a car and go drive for five minutes. You know what I mean? Like head wow. in this direction, eventually yeah. you'll end up in another place. I think it's got to be entertaining to be able to go somewhere, and if not, it doesn't matter how big it is. Well, I, I, I a fine line to walk because you also don't want there to be so much going on in between that you never make it to where you're going. But that's, that's the but that's the red but that's the red dead argument though is that the game is so beautiful and filled with so much sort of lush environments, but it takes forever, forever. to go from one point to another one to the point 
where it feels like traversal is an excuse to pad the game. Like the game is a 90 hour game, but I guarantee you if they made travel a little bit more intuitive, maybe shrunk the world a little bit, that it's probably a 60 hour game. I'm pretty sure you spent like 15 hours just riding around, uh, going from place to place. And so I, I agree with Rick that I would hate for it to be a game where I feel like the vast majority of what I'm doing is just going from point A to point point B. That would be awful. But I would like it. Yeah, it, it would be disappointing. I would like it if that, you know, and, and Robbie, you said it to the point of where you would hate it to where there's so much stuff that I get distracted. No, do that. I'd rather that. I I'd think- rather I'd rather me be on the way to a mission and I go, what the fuck is that? And I stop and I go do something. And next thing you know, I'm going to trigger the quest line. Fuck it. Well, that's, see, that's no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Very well, that, actually. Wait, wait. That's the important part, though. If you're triggering a quest line, that's one thing, right? And, and that's why I said it's a fine line because I don't want it to feel like, you know, every time I try to go to, to, to continue onto a quest line, that one of the, you know, the random things just happens, right? That that isn't necessarily tied yeah. to anything, but it it's constantly happens. pulling you away. Or oh, I don't want to feel like, the, I, like, the, feel like the, I have to ignore something in order to. I don't know. I guess it's it's, it's really hard to put into words, but it's 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 just it's such a fine line between feeling like the world is alive and I have agency to do what I want, and the game always trying to pull me in a direction anytime yeah. I go to do something else. Yeah, the radiant crust is 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 yes. what they what they name the, yep. the radiant crust. <laughs> no, uh, another settlement needs your help. Y- there you go. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Can we not do that? Um. Yeah. But anyway, so just final thoughts on Cyberpunk. I mean, I know Ghost of Tsushima comes out next year, but that's not going to be anywhere near this game. I, no. I'm I'm just putting that out there right now. It it looks fine. You know, it looks like a passable AAA game, but it's not going to be on this level. So final thoughts on Cyberpunk. I know we'll be getting more information on it uh, as the summer and fall continues on. But uh, one thing I want to ask everybody before we leave is that Cyberpunk comes out. Which origin are you choosing? Because I know which way I'm going. Because you get to choose, like, you get to choose, like, Corpo, Street Kid, or Nomad. Oh. And Nomad start, like, out in the dusty, like... Do they have colors associated with them? Because that's always how I choose. (laughs) You'll Um, probably be Nomad, because I'm sure they'll probably have, like, I don't know, blue and neon or something. uh, Well, I was going to say, like, it it depends, because, like, I don't... I don't like playing with other people, and I don't think there's any... This is more, like... (laughs) This is a very single player game, right? Like, but so I don't know. So what my, does that I, mean? I don't like like in my games. Like when I played World of Warcraft, for example, I played by myself. I didn't like unless there was like my mom or my friend playing with me, like someone I physically knew. Like I'm not going to meet some stranger and like yeah, let's join up and like play together. No, uh-huh. I'm playing by myself. No, it's a, it's single player. Yeah. So I mean, but instinctively, I would go Nomad for for that reason. But I'm I'm basing this off of nothing that I know of the whole origin All right. thing. All right. Robbie, uh, I think that I'll probably go Nomad as well because being that I don't know a whole lot about Night City, I feel like that's going to be the closest sort of character choice to what me as a player kind of feels about the city. You know, going into a city that you don't probably quite know or understand a whole lot about. All right, all right, Rick. I'm reading it right now because I want to give <laughs> a, a good answer. 
All wow, right. Well, you don't usually but, do but, that. But here, <laughs> but what I will say is that I think I want to choose the like. I hope they give a weird one. You know what I mean? Like if they make them all super serious and super tough guy, I'm not gonna love it. But if they put a really odd weird ball one in there, I'm I'm in. Oh, does they're that all tough? It's your your the way you look at all or no? No, 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 no. no, uh, no the the, the, the will basically affect the way that certain characters throughout the game oh, treat you. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. yeah. So like, if you start as nomad, you'll probably get treated like oh, this old country bumpkin who knows nothing about Night City, gotcha. whatever. Um, if you're a street kid, you're like you know. You're supposed to be streetwise and you know the back alleyways and people may you know respect you for that and then if you're a corpo you're like you know how the corporations work and the inner workings of like business and Got stuff it. like that but people and, on street so, level will probably treat you like you're an entitled brat yeah so exactly their uh their description having players shape uh the backstory which is what the origin will do through a series of choices like selecting your childhood hero a key life event and the reason for choosing to go to night city was one of the ideas we were looking at and iterating on early development for character creation um and then they were like well we just want to make it so that it's more meaningful and impactful and they came up with the idea for the life path so it's street kid nomad and corpo street kid is like a the one i would probably go with it's like a homeless person who just grew up on the streets or whatever the nomad is the country bumpkin and the corpo is like a, a white collar I, I, yeah like i i drink coffee from starbucks all the time <laughs> wow so y'all know which way i'm going corpo what which way Absolutely. is that i'm going corpo <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and, and again, because, you know, what I've seen of the gameplay is that that then dictates your dialogue trees mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, I feel like if I'm playing the way I'm playing, I want my guy to be very sort of like, you know, talk above people and outwit folks and stuff like that. And so I'll probably go like corpo heavy, like hacker you know, I don't want to say stealth run, but like I'm not about to run around and like punch people in the face. Like that's that's not the run I'm going for. That's so, not what I'm trying to do. You're gonna play yeah. the politics like you have to do in the boardrooms. Exactly. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play the politics. I'm gonna get the, yeah, get the get, I'm gonna get the gangs to destroy each other so I can stand upon the pile of ashes. That is the way I will be playing cyberpunk, just like the way I do in real life. But uh, anyway, that is what we're gonna end the show on. Thank you, uh, Robbie and Rick and. Chad for being here. I'm so jealous of Chad's camera setup, by the way. I'm like actively actively angry. Uh, But yeah, that's it. So we will see you guys back here next week for more Checkpoint AFK. See you later. Bye. See ya.